Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid, Red Florence. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. Much you can pay. And his partner, Philip from Mexico City to Beef Community Centre. I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. And the big man is back in the room. The big man, Grado. All right, Rob. Grado, I hear. We both told me that you have got one of your wrestling shows coming up. One of your family wrestling shows coming up at the Pavilion. That's right. Tell us all about it, man. Well, I it's been kind of trying to be worked about with in the last couple of weeks. Right, that's no selling it, mate. It's trying to be, it's been trying to be worked about with. <laughs> you gotta you gotta come to this show. It's been trying to be worked about with. <laughs> that's no selling it. I know, I know it's it's absurd. It's like um I mean, listen, it's a Saturday the 7th of January, the last time I wrestled, apart from that time in the charity show, last time I wrestled was at the Pavilion, it was the week before we all went into lockdown, it was probably one of the last events that folk went to in terms of crowds being there and stuff like that for a good wee while, so I thought it'd be good to step back to the old wrestling, know that I'm going to be doing much, at the 7th of May, the Glasgow Pavilion, subject card to change. Subject can't be changed. <laughs> I can't subject to change. But I just say, and I've had like a lot of messages for wrestlers that they have not actually reached out to many folk. In fact, one very important member of the um, the setup at a wrestling show messaged me saying, I think you don't need me. Do you need me for the seventh message, mate? <laughs> You're the first guy booked. I goes, I need you, I need you. So all we know that is going to be a book show, but I've done a couple, I've made a couple of phone calls in the last couple of hours, and it is quite exciting who I've managed to get for the show considering what's happened in British wrestling the last couple of years, it's going to be good, man. So look forward to it. Seventh of May, especially, um, especially the Pavilion crowd. It's always amazing. And there we are have you, it. There's a the sell. Are you going to book Regal? Well, I've reached out. I've reached out. I've reached out to Regal for a few things. Not had any reply as of yet, but we'll see. Um, let me think. Because there's, there's a good few free agents on the... So, so who's going to come through the forbidden door? The <laughs> <laughs> Elaine C. Smith from the Aye, Kings. The Kings. <laughs> <laughs> it's Elaine C. Our <laughs> <Arco> country. <laughs> Here's Johnny Mac. Here's Johnny Mac. <laughs> there's, listen, there's more big wrestling news as well because John's fight, wrestling bout with the Lord Provost of Glasgow, 
mm-hmm. and back on. It uh, is. John, what's the, what's the latest in that score? The latest on it is I had a meeting with the provost today. Um, obviously, you know, we're, we're having a bit of barbing between us. Uh, we are booked in for the ICW Asylum March the 3rd. That's Thursday, March the 3rd. Bell time, 7 o'clock. We have a card together. Now, this is a Wrestling Daft exclusive, ladies and gentlemen. I can give you the card. Um, on Team... John Stroke Cassie from Clyde One. We have Aaron Echo. We have Anastasia and Theo. Oh, sorry, Theodoros and Molly Spartan. We have Jason Reed with Coach Trip, Adam, and we have Thatcher Wright. That is Team John and Cassie. That is the heel team which I will be leading, um, and I'll be obviously wrestling the Lord Provost in a sumo suit. On the face team led by the Lord Provost. Hold on, you, 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 what the fuck? This is a heel team. So, face, yeah. Have a bit of respect for the business, son. Sorry, know, sorry. I, I mean, come on. I mean, You're no exposing only the business here. No we fucking expose the business every week on this podcast. On the face team. Listen, mate. I goes, it's not enough for you to compete with me at breakfast radio every morning, Monday to Friday. You're now trying to cut my grasp with the wrestling. You're going to be rolling about the flare with a fucking counsellor. A sumo suit. Yeah, sorry. Outlaw, mud show, fuck. <laughs> do, you want to, do you want to know who's uh, in the other team? Nah. No. Nah. I want to hear. Who's, right. Tell us who's in the goodies team, John. Ah, goodies who's, team. who's been booked to win on the goodies team? Lord Provost and George Bowie will have the following wrestlers on oh, their no, team. Hold on a fucking minute. George Bowie's a baby face. Yeah. yeah. Have about 10 people no died on his boat? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't want to speculate. Uh, Jack Jester, later buzzed, late and buzzed at Anastasia. Sakeep Ali with Chris fucking Turncoat Toll and Ravy Davy. Right. By the way, I am joking because I believe it is for a good cause, John. If you want to put your charity instead of yourself, put I, yourself over. You notice how John always forgets to mention it's for cash for kids. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, yeah, it's, it is all in aid of cash for kids. And we're going to be streaming it live on Facebook as well. Billy Kirkwood's going to be doing the commentary, full production, full shebang. So you'll be able to donate and watch it live on uh, Facebook. We'll put all the, the details up on the Wrestling Daft Twitter if you want to watch me get battered. We're having Titantrons. Fireworks. I am, am Titantrons. Ice cream at half time, foam fingers. <laughs> this is a good point to tell you um, on the 7th of August this year, I'm promoting a wrestling show as well. It's uh, called um, Gangbang North. <laughs> <laughs> Who's booked for Gangbang North, Rab? Just, just me and a, bu- a bunch of big good line guys. Right. Yeah. Okay. On on um, the while we're plugging wrestling shows as well, um, Logan Storms reached out. Pro Two, I've got the re- the year sorted. Pro Twenty, the they've got the rear sorted. The, re- the rear, the year, and the rear, they have got it all sorted. Pro Two O Two Two, so Pro Twenty Twenty Two. If you've seen what they did, Pro Two Thousand and Two. Yeah, well, pro, that's a better way of saying it. No, yeah, Pro 2022. 2000, <laughs> pro 2023. So uh, we have... What did you Joker, say? Pro 2022? Pro 2022. Pro 2022. Pro 
422. Yeah. Can I just stop you here? Is, is he bought any advertisement space on this podcast? Well, but people want to know what's happening. Pro it's 2. Right, no, we're promoting the wrestling. We're promoting the wrestling. Pro 2. Pro um, 2, right. You don't even need to buy show posters. Right. 1st of May, they are doing Joker's Wild at the Bound Station in Irvine. 31st of July, they're doing Bruise Station at the Bound Station in Irvine. On the 16th of October, <laughs> it is Battle Lines at the Bound Station in Irvine. <laughs> and... The 5th of November, they're switching it up. They're oh, going okay. for Brawl at the Hall at the Anne Bank Community Hall. It's a big year for Pro 2. <laughs> I don't know why he's a fucking laughing. No, I, come on. This is the fucking like, meet and drink of what the wrestling business is all about. I, I didn't even, I thought, there's, is that not a kind of open goal for a kind of bonfire? Oh, yeah. November, no, but they're know? doing it in the hall. They're doing it in the hall. So, Brawl in the Hall. Aye, bro in the hall, but it's Guy Fox night. I thought you would maybe have some sort of rab you would come up with something. Oh, aye, Logan, Logan, Logan. Yeah, if you're listening, aye, yeah, you're right. Fire, what what can we come up with? Fireworks. What could you, I'm trying to think. Fireworks. Um, rockets, rockets. Um, rockets. G- Guy Fox fight. The bonfire bash. The bonfire bash. Bonfire, bonfire bash, bash is good. Bonfire bash at the Anne Bank Hall. That's decent. That's decent. You know. Listen, I am no listen, listen. Logan Put Scott Hall for it and call it Penny for the Bad Guy. <laughs> Penny for the bad guy. Penny for the bad guy is good. Um Aye, so yep, all happening. The poster's done, so I don't think they'll be able to change the name of it. So it's brought at the hall. I think that's probably sticking now. Well, while we're here, we might as well plug BCW, that's gotta be in Kamalot soon. Oh, it's BCW in Kamalot. BCW will be in Kamalot there as well, so that'll be a good show as well. I'm no book for that, however. Um, as I say, good luck to all the professional wrestling shows in Scotland. Mines, John's, <laughs> <laughs> Square Go as well. Twentieth of February. Square Go, the Square Go, square it's go is happening. happening. It's good, but when you think about it, because last year there was absolutely he hot as our wrestling, you know, um, region. If you want to call it that, man, we had nothing last year to talk about. Absolutely nothing. Well, the Yanks were getting on with it. Some of the places in England were getting on with it. So suppose that is a good sign of the times that now we can talk about local wrestling shows. So if you can, get to every single one of them. ICW are going back to the garage. Are they, yeah. Oh, that's right. Going and you know what? I need, we need to put a shout out for Discovery as well, who are at as well. I'm just checking out Discovery, what they're up to. They are Discovery, our brand. I'll just check what Discovery are up to. Oh, February 27th, um, all about the raffle, Discovery Wrestling, final few tickets still available. They're doing the O2 Academy in Edinburgh. That is a big room. Um, so the Discovery Wrestling on in Edinburgh as well. That'll be cracking. Right, so uh, Spray Paint Scott, get in touch. He's remember a few weeks back, you had a chat about the wrestling and darts and never mentioned Bobby George Jr. who wrestled in OTT. Well, I did mention Bobby George Jr. a couple of weeks ago to you guys, then remember? I think you might have. I did, so uh, apologies if I, I never mentioned last when we were talking about the darts, but Bobby George Jr. was a great gimmick. Bobby George's son, who was played by fucking Rob... Rob, Rob Cage. Rob Cage, great great guy. Um, Bronze Cello has noticed something wrestling-related at the Winter Olympics. Uh, and it's this stage set up the, the, at the Beijing 2022 Olympics. But it looks like the 1999 SmackDown uh, set. It does. It does actually look quite like it. It looks so similar that it must be based on the SmackDown 1999 set. That's definitely somebody involved. It's come on. 
It's a replica. I want to thank everybody, by the way, for pointing out Gabby Logan's impression of Kane at the weekend when she appeared to make fire shootout after raising her horn at the Calcutta Cup match. I need to see this. I've not seen this. Have you not seen this? I'll I'll run the clip, John. It's good, isn't it? It's good. That's funny. See you again. Ah, that's great. Uh, you need to see that. And how do we view that, John? You'll be able to see that on patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Or just on the internet, because that's where we're going. Or on the internet, yeah, you can do that. Um, no, Paddy Boy got in touch and says, I hate to spoil your idea of a WrestleMania Aki, guys, but Hills only accept single bets on wrestling. Although you could DM them and request a bet. Once Finn decided who he picks to win the Rumble, the odds usually shorten, so you're trying to predict his pick before he does. So that's how it works. Grado, we were talking about this on, it might have been last week's show. It was. Um, or, the, or, or the week before. Uh, it's just memo that people can put bets on the wrestling. Have you ever put a bet on a wrestling match, Grado? I have, I have done the, I'm sure I've done an accumulator for WrestleMania. Really? Is he trying, I've definitely well, he's done saying, Boy's saying you can't do them. No, maybe I definitely you, Maybe you could have in the past. No, you, you definitely could. An accumulator without a doubt. I've done well, it for a WrestleMania before. Never won any money, no. Um, Ke- Kev, our next correspondent, has the answer. See, he worked in a, a betting office. Right, well, here you go. Kev wants to confirm that you've been able to bet in wrestling since WrestleMania 20, as far back as that. Kev says, I... Uh, used to work at the head office of a well-known bookmaker for a number of years, and a few big bookmakers do offer this. Uh, it's usually on big events, like pay-per-views, and you're restricted to smaller bets, such as betting up to a total of £10. But long-time fans who can spot patterns and storylines should be able to win themselves a few pounds here and there. It's only a few bookmakers that offer this. However, both WWE and AEW have had betting on them on a number of occasions, and it's well worth a look if you're that way inclined. So now, there you go. This might be complete bollocks that I'm my, I'm trying to use my callback here, but I'm sure mcbookie.com were given it odds for a Scottish wrestling show once that we were involved in, and it was up for a couple of hours. No. And it was Red Lightning that pointed it out to me on WhatsApp, and he was like, look at this. And I can't for the life of me remember what event it was. Something tells me Fear and Loathing 2015. It was on McBookie. It was maybe for, I don't know if it was as outright as who wins, but there was something. But within a couple of hours, it was away. I wonder why. <laughs> I'm maybe you mention mention um, that to Andy, because I'm sure that was the case. And do you know what? It, it might have even been... Uh, team Florence versus Team Hempel, by the way. Does that ring any bells? Aye, because I stuck, uh, I stuck a, a five grand on, because that's how uh, McBookies went out of business. That's how you ended up with that fucking big bookcase in the background, what? Bloody <laughs> toys. Now listen, Mike has said, hello lads, enjoy the show, thanks for entertaining us all. I thought you may want to have a look at this. Certainly one of the strangest things I've ever seen in wrestling. Now, I'd love to know what Rab makes of it all. No, you agree, though, just me. Cool, man. All the best. It's the Invisible Man versus Invisible Stan. What is this? It's two invisible wrestlers wrestling each other, of course. Two invisible wrestlers wrestling each other. Okay. Hold on. And they're, they're all upstairs! <laughs> oh, shit! Redsburg has followed them into the balcony! No, 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 don't do it! Don't do it! <laughs> Dangerous! 
Did the fans all fall down there? Yes, they did. They did. They did indeed. First from parts unknown, weight unmeasurable, this is Invisible Stan! The brother of the Invisible Man! Look at the guy in the figure! Look at the figure! City as the booze <laughs> Where is he? for Invisible Stan! Check for weapons right now by official Bryce Remsburg. He's going to have a tall task ahead of him. Oh, this without a doubt. <laughs> you know what? We should pause it there. I think, you know how we're starting the watch along this week? We right. should do this as a watch along one week. Oh, well, we right. should. That was, I would watch this. Easy. I, 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 would, I, would watch. I, wrestled, I wrestled the Invisible Man at GCW. I think I've probably told you this before. No. Uh, it was um, in the, that New Orleans Rumble that it was in, and it was only me, Kikitaro, the Invisible Man, and I don't know if Bryce was there. And you know that way, you, like, for months you'd heard about this Invisible Man being America, and you're like, what are the British wrestlers going, ah, oh, what a shit, this fucking disgrace, man, disgrace to wrestling. And then you turn up, and i done it, and it was fucking brilliant. It was hilarious. <laughs> the Invisible Man. It was honestly so much fun. It was honestly, it was brilliant. Aye, How did you what, sell? How did you sell for that grade of them? I think I was taking, like, it's just completely daft, man, taking stunners and all that and freaking, <laughs> and like, because it was a rumble, it was like, you know, running your cell with the ropes and fucking, <laughs> and all this, and like, Kikitaro coming to stop him and me help him, and then like, doing the whole thing with Kikitaro to team up, me and you, let's go for him, we're being like, <laughs> some suck, man. But the fans loved it, man, it was, it was brilliant. But, but you, were you acting like you could see him? Aye, aye, aye. You were acting like you could see him, but... Aye, you, was, you, all you had to do was pretend what you'd done as a Wayne and your aye. back gardener in your granny's bedroom. You know what I mean? Body slam, shoot off the ropes, give him the elbow, go for the pin, all that. It was brilliant. It was I mean, brilliant. That sounds great. That sounds great. That's my idea. I, I could I could happily be a wrestler that just wrestles invisible guys. I'd be quite happy with that. Never have to get hot or anything like that. You know what I mean? I'd just do that. Um, right. Anyway, that's worth looking at that video, definitely. Uh, so, um, what else is there to say? So, uh, hey, with Jackass coming out, well, Jackass is out already. I went to see Jackass uh, oh, on it? Monday. Loved it. Love it. I love Jackass, though. Uh, Jippy says, Ask Grado to tell the story of Jack Jester fighting with Bam Margera. <laughs> you briefly mentioned it on an episode, but never actually told the story, or maybe you did. I've not heard this story. You know anything about this, Grado? I think... Um... What was, what was Bam Margera in at the time? What was it the CKD or something like CKD? Um, CYK? No. CYK? Um, C, no. Um, oh, fuck. CBD? Platinum C CBD? Uh, Platinum CBD. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about? Some kind aye, of day, a day, a day. I, I, I wasn't there, but it was apparently Bam Margera was being an arsehole. They had went to the cat house after the gig and he had, you know, do you know who I am type shit with the bouncers and I think Jester get involved and I don't know what exactly happened. I will need to ask Jester, but I that was a story. Well, he wasn't in the new Jackass film anyway. No. Uh, no, he's not. He's going through some bad ways, bad things. Uh, we all hope that Bam Margera sorts his cellar. And if you want to get in touch with us about any of that, or just random wrestling-related stuff, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Every week we like to separate the dairy milk from the Bourneville as we bury and put over stuff for the wrestling. So, John, to you, the dairy milk is good? Yes. And the Bourneville is bad. I quite like that chocolate. You like that chocolate? chocolate? Yeah. Do you know what I had not that long ago? A box of Black Magic. It was bloody lovely. Yeah. Lovely. But Black Magic's alright because it's got the kind of toffee and all that and it. You know, that's okay because it kind of takes away from the... It's about the hardy, too it? much. Is it too much of Bourneville? Too bitter? Too much? Aye, too bitter. Too one bitter. Any, it's, it's like one of tea like dark chocolate. I remember like all through the years, you know, I need to get myself in shape. I'm going to go to the gym. Right, instead of going to the gym, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, you know, what is it they say? Bulk. I'm going to bulk. Aye. And you know that way like you read in forums, you know, Dark chocolate is really good for, you know, muscle fucking mass. And if you're going to have chocolate, at least have, Aye, have dark, dark chocolate. chocolate. It became a thing like waking up in the morning and going to work and like getting a fucking bar of bonful for my breakfast. And like, I could just have another bar of bonful for my lunch. It's fine, man. It's on the, on the forum. It's fine. I'm yourself on, just dark chocolate. Yourself, yeah. But yeah, they fucking tanned about 42 bars of dark chocolate just because one week up and our internet forums telling you that it's all right for you when you're gaining muscle. Aye. <laughs> Do you um, know what I mean? So that's the kind of thing I'll tell you. I'm just fucking up <laughs> That's the exact day, but I mean, I'm just half my nut. Hey, listen, listen. Grado, what you want I mean, to bury? Fucking... What you want to bury and what you want to put over for this? What, what we've got to talk about first of all is Keith Lee is went to AEW. Yeah. I'm, see, right, I'm quite honest with you, man. Right, I've no watched wrestling, but avid AEW fans, is, is there ever such a thing as too many surprises? <laughs> too many debuts is there ever such a thing where it becomes no that special anymore because it's happening every week no don't get me wrong love the fucking the big bill across the ring that was tremendous but what I'm trying to say is I mean wrestling's meant to be enjoyable and I must admit one of the big bug bearers I always thought was we never get any surprises anymore you know when it comes to WWE and AEW was good because it was like oh a debut could happen but this has probably just been a pathetic fucking moaner but is there such a thing as too many surprises and too many debuts? I don't know. Let us know. Uh, John at Wrestling Daft. <laughs> I kind of feel a wee bit like they need to they need to settle that roster now. I was quite pleased because I knew a free agent was going to be coming in, right? I'm saying that I knew, like like fucking Tony Khan had been talking to him on the phone about it. I knew, I'd read, I'd seen that a, a free agent was coming in. And I think of all the free agents that could have came in, that was probably the one I'd probably be happiest way. I was glad it wasn't a Strowman and I was glad it wasn't a, a Wyatt. You know what I mean? You see, I disagree with that because because I know how the, the reaction of somebody like a Strowman would get for AEW that it would be very, very entertaining. Aye, I know what you're saying. but I Even think if it it's just for a, a, a wee run, you know, he would be there, Goldberg, you can't wrestle, do, 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 even for just a wee program to piss everybody off, Aye. I'd like to see that. Aye, I mean, I'm no, I'm no closed after it. However, we need to talk about Gredo. Mm -hmm. We need to talk about the fact that you, mate, I hope you're paying attention to the whole thing about taking control of your own narrative, mate. Control your narrative. I hope you're paying attention to that, mate. Did you watch that promo video? With the three, you know, EC3, yeah. Strowman... And a killer cross. Was it brutal? That's oh, yes, mate. It was fucking brutal. Was that? It was brutal. 
it was brutal. John, was did you watch it? I've not. Let's well, we get it we up. Need to see it then. We need we'll to get see it on because it's, really it it's right that? up Grado Street. It's right heavy, up Grado Street. Heavy breathing. Control your narrative. They let me go to do my own thing. My own thing. <laughs> they should never have let me leave, leave, leave. We will leave. prove to you this only has just begun. This isn't the end. This is it. Right. What, be, what promotion is it in, TNA? <laughs> no, CYN. It's the rain thing, in it? It's the rain. How are they? How they wouldn't be controlling their narrative, John, if they were in fucking TNA, would they? <laughs> That's true. They're controlling the rain narrative, you see. Control, yeah. I find it really difficult to find this. Oh, oh, hold on. I find. It. I think I found it. Is this it, Rab? This is it. Right here we go. Let's watch it. It's good stuff. Those who consider themselves essential, themselves essential, essential, decide that falling the status quo is nothing more than just an illusion. You bet on yourself. You bet on yourself. You bet on yourself on the grandest stage of them all. Our stage. Your stage. The stage that you built to tell your stories. Our story. Your narrative. Our narrative. A true awakening starts with you. Starts with you. We choose you. Be a part of something special. Be a part of something special. This is our chance to rewrite history. This is the shift in consciousness. Control <laughs> your narrative. Control your narrative. Bet on yourself on the grandest stage of all, the stage that you made to tell your stories, to control your narrative. You've been warned. Orlando <laughs> Tuno. Um, I can't. I, I, honestly, I spoke to one of the guy, one of these guys a week ago, and he couldn't be any more complimentary. I can't. I don't want to say anything bad about that man. Who are we speaking to? Uh, Cross. Cross, right, okay. And so listen, they, they are great. Honestly, see... Listen, they, let me tell you something, right? Before they're you great, man. I'm just... I, I, know, I, I, I slag stuff like that usually. I don't think it was that bad. I'm not joking. I thought it was all right. I thought it was oh, all right. Come on, man. My shite, I thought it was all right. Come on. I thought it was all right. Listen, listen, Rab. These are the guys. Listen. <laughs> it was <laughs> all right. It wasn't great. It was all right. Like a guy like Cross, I kind of it's frustrating to me because I think I said it before on this show. Him and Scarlett should be should be making big money, man. At some big fucking company, they should be. You know what I mean? The it's stars. like they're, they're stars. They are stars. I think I like, genuinely think they've got they've got star quality. Cross shouldn't get himself mixed up with the two dead beats, man. Listen, you can't call. I'm fucking saying it. He shouldn't get himself fucking mixed up with it. Listen, I just don't know what's happening. See, I can't. Oh, you know, EC3, the height, uh, Grado Mania and Tierney, he was the guy. He was, and I genuinely would watch him. He's the only guy that would sit and watch his matches, his promos. E EC3, the 2014 to 2016, uh, was about 17. 
he was the best thing in wrestling for me, and I'm not just saying that, I loved it, I loved his music, I loved his charisma, I loved his look, I just don't like this route he's gone down. Listen, see he's a I'm saying, star, man, listen, he can speak. See what I'm saying, deadbeats like though, see when I'm, to, to be fair, right, I'm being, I'm, I'm exaggerating here when I'm saying deadbeats, because all the three, all the three should be making money, big money. The, all the, the big... three have got what it takes, you know what I mean? But I, I don't want this thing, just control your narrative thing and all that that they're doing, it stinks. The only problem, the, the big problem, should I say, is it's it's a wee new, it's a wee bit new past its time. If this was in the mid two thousands, yeah, WWE no wrestling has evolved. Where I mean, EC three is not going to do the stuff that an Adam Cole or a Keith Lee will be able to do, and that's the biggest issue here. It's moved on for just having a good look and having a good personality. People need to be able to work that indie style that everybody craves and what's big on wrestling. I could be wrong, but I think that is one of the biggest, the no, biggest issues. I still got. think there's a space for people that come come at things from an interesting direction, or people that have a, a completely new approach. That's why you see people, that, you know, that's why you can see somebody like, oh, I'm trying to fucking think here. Um, like there's just there's just plenty of there's plenty of people out there just new who are able to kind of pivot and reinvent themselves a wee bit. You know, we always talk about how Jericho has managed to kind of reinvent himself mm. time and time again. But it's just kind of been able to kind of detect the way things are going. And that's like it's like you say, it's dated, man. That kind of part of it's it's fucking dated. You know what I mean? And the minute I see it, the see seeing guys getting released and then doing the thing like I've been in a mental asylum for right. 15 years. It's, the doctor you know, told me. The doctor told me. Yeah. <laughs> it's the just, doctor advised me not to do this video on my phone <laughs> and use iMovie to edit it and send it to my college buddy. Exactly, mate. Exactly. Grayscale. Um, so is there anyone want to put over? They're still doing um, <laughs> these Alexa Bliss uh, therapy things. On the WWE, which I can't believe. Um, and let's just see what the punters are saying. Uh, Kev's, what is this? It's written here, John. It's Kev WS. Yeah. Yeah. Kev WS wants to put all the interview with the Mountie <laughs> on the It's My Wrestling podcast. Um, I've not heard that when you listen to that. Oh, well, do you know what? Any of you ever seen an, an interview with Jacques Rougeau? No. You know, the biggest thing about him is he's. He's a big kid, right? Feud with, 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 with David Boy Smith. Mm-hmm. No, no, David Boy Smith. Fucking um, Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Mate, he's got great stories, but I, I don't want to put over that piece of shit, that animal guy. But he's, I'm sure it was with him. he done an interview in the story about how... Oh, I'm really going to get a shine in wrestling, guys. No, but it was the story about Dyna, Dynamite Kid was bullying him for weeks and weeks and weeks. And eventually, Rujo was taking the area, put a fucking horn for coins in his fist. Knocked out Dynamite Kid, T-Foil, like that. It's a great story, man. Like, what? just to listen to it and just imagine what it was like back then. So I can imagine that this interview will be up there. I hope I've got the right guy. Do you think if you if you went back in time, right, if somebody gave you, if somebody if somebody came up to you and says, Grado, here's the deal. I'm going to put you in a time machine, right? And you're going to come out of that time machine in 1985, right? And you're going to be in a WWF. And you're going to be upper mid cared, right? In the WWF, would you be fear going into that locker room? Aye. 
all the nineteen eighty five boys and that kind of culture and that kind of environment in there with, with the stories you've heard, would you be fe- would you be fear walking in there with the with the guys? Well, I think they're, they're, they're my, <coughs> some of them are my kind of guys, but I get what you mean. Would you be? Oh fuck I. Aye, because even when you hear like you, sometimes you hear lovely Brett Hart talking his, his stories about the past and all that, and 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 Brett will sometimes tell a story that and and Brett Hart's head is quite like kind of almost like innocent ish. Mm. But but when you listen to it, you're like, that sounds fucking terrifying, man. That right. sounds like the way they were behaving was terrifying. Well, I remember when I when I first started wrestling ICW, there was a wrestler that used to give me about a hassle all the time. And I'd hate it. And I remember being in my room. I still was telling my mom's at the time. And you know how, like, on your door, there's like a, what do you call it? Hang hodge your door together. The Hinges, bit, frame. The frame of the door, man. And like, I'd like just randomly come in house at night and pretend that the door hinge was the guy that gave me abuse. And I'd just go, who you talking to? <laughs> and my practice, uh, That's this, a fucking and amazing like, story, by the way. And like, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, hi, mate. And I, and I would just go, well, just if he, st- if he says anything to me. And I used to fucking stunt at the top of my stairs and walk in my room and go, hi, mate, good hi, good to see you, mate. Just do the old wrestle handshake and all that. fucking talking. I used to fucking bang my head off the door hinges and all that. Yeah, a big slap, man. That's well, day, man. I'll just fucking. Did you ever do it? Fucking. Nah. <laughs> nah. Nah. You got one all right with him now, though, didn't you? Um, I don't really talk to him anymore. Yeah, we actually ended up alright with one, though. To be fair, but at the start, I was a bit fucking. It was it, it was getting to me. It was getting to me. Another wrestlers knew it was getting to me as well. It was it was quite kind of bad, and I was fucking would punch fuck out my door frame. Kid, not it was something. <laughs> what was the reaction, Gredo, when you kind of went like above this guy in terms of the booking? Like a week later. <laughs> Well, at this, I mean, at the start, it was a lot of folk weren't happy and would put stuff. There's a lot of folk that had clearly worked harder than me, that had been to dojos and you know had their regime and what took the took the stuff serious. And it probably was a bit of a, it was a they didn't like it. They didn't like it at all. And a lot of them made their feelings known. And I'd hate it, man, because I would go look. Because I remember people, Dallas would want to put me in this match for the main event. I'd go, I don't want it to do the main event, mate. It's fine. Just put me on first. Just put me on first. Come out. How do my hang? And just don't get me involved. And I bet want to see the serious side of the grade. I don't want to do it because I just wanted to. I, I, I was fine being a clown. Totally fine being a clown. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. But then what I did notice early years, the people that, Probably were assholes to me, but and they were, were, were within the rights to be assholes to me. Slowly realised that because of my exposure and getting about and eyes on stuff and companies coming in and big shows being running and stuff like that, then the same folks slowly turned around and were like, ended up, you know, the thing at the end was the joke was always, thanks for the house, Gredo. Do you know what I mean? Aye, like, aye, aye. Horn shakes and these were the people that right at the start would be like slagging me on Twitter and stuff like that, rather, but. That's what happened in the end up. So it was a horrible time that, by the way, it really, really was when it first started up because, you know, I was, I was nervous, intimidated and feeling that everybody was like, oh, here we go, fucking, you know, the thing I'd always get was um, because people would, I get asked the other day if, um, I told somebody the other day that I was a wrestler, do you know Gredo? And folk would hate that. Like, <laughs> folk would aye, everywhere aye. I go, do you know that Gredo guy? Aye, 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 I know Gredo, that kind of stuff. But that kind of slowly went away and it doesn't really exist now, but. 
Right. I feel as if I say this every week in this podcast. Fuck them, man. Fuck them. Right, um, yeah, Kev WS, by the way, wants to bury the reports that Big E's push is over. Reinforces Rab's opinion that WWE just flattens anybody that might become a really big star. Yes, the Rab theory of WWE booking stands up. Sandy wants to put over Chad Gable, proving he's one of the funniest and most entertaining guys on the roster. Shoosh! Please, shoosh! Uh, have you seen this, Grado? No, but that sounds funny. Have you seen Chad Gable? Ah, see, see the minute I saw Chad Gable doing that shush thing, mm-hmm. I thought to myself, Grado would fucking love this. I like Chad Gable. I think he's really, really talented. He's really great in the ring, and the shush thing is brilliant, man. Yeah, he's so, wee, so good. Have a wee YouTube for it. I'm sure there's like... Did you do it all the way through it? See, see if you Google for Chad Gable shush, there must be like some kind of collection of his shushes. Surely, as I know. on Twitter. Chad Gable, I mean, he's found he's, he's found he's a kind of sweet place now. I mean, he's so good in the ring. He's like angle-esque in his like work. But see, on the mic, he's fucking brilliant as well. Oh, here we go. The, which catchphrase is the best? Shush. So many shushies are there. <laughs> That's funny, wasn't it? Shush! <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. Shush, please! Shush! <laughs> Shush! That's brilliant! Shush! That's the kind of pattern I could hear you hitting out with. Oh, I mean, I'm, I, see, I watch that and I'm jealous. I'm going, oh, I would love to. Shush! Shush! You shush! That goes back, points back at the podium. Shush! It's <laughs> great, <laughs> isn't it? It's and like... It's like it's, do you know I think it's just immediately a brilliant team that though as well look that big man fucking standing beside him and all that uh, and, and him it's it's, it's, uh, but I love wee things like that because to, remember we had the guy we had the guy on, <laughs> we had the guy on football daft air rap that was like I cannot, oh, he's an older he's an older fella right but he still stays with his mum and dad right he's a lovely man and he's like <laughs> And he's sitting uh, doing football daft on the way about the fat bun. <laughs> you can see his, you can see his mom and dad come in right and he's like, Katoot. <laughs> right, he's gone, Katoot. <laughs> right. But there was toe that picked up on it. And like, Katoot. <laughs> How funny is, Katoot. Katoot. <laughs> and then anytime he's been on again, we'll go, John will say such and such is coming over to me and Togo, get it! Fucking get caught! Get it! Get it! Funny. Right. Hey, aye, so thanks for that, Sandy. We enjoyed that. Andy wants to put your Sammy Zane's work the past few months. Sammy Zane's working a good wee programme with Johnny Knoxville. We're expecting Sammy Zane versus Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania for sure. And, and Andy wants to bury Big E's run being over and Rousey acting like a heel when she's meant to be a baby face. She's just, you know, she's she's a tweener. She's an old school tweener. Barry wants to put her Keith Lee being all elite and the look in Matt Hardy's puss when he realised his boy was away to get barred and wants to bury the inner circle splitting up. You're provided one of the most entertaining and innovative matches John COVID with a stadium stampede. Paul wants to put her Miz saying to Dominic Mysterio, are you sure you're not Eddie's son? Call back to the custody ladder match. Huh? Oh. Yeah, but old school. Uh, and the shiner, the big Drew Cave, Mad Cat Moss on SmackDown. And Paul wants to bury the upcoming Toga Party on Raw to carry on the weeks of stupid segments. And reading that there are six mere weeks worth of Alexa Bliss segments. Today. Oh, Jesus. Fucking torture, these segments. You know, see, when I saw that horrific footage of Zuma with a cat, I just knew that that, that would get up. I know how much Drew loves these cats. 
And then within seconds he tweeted about that. Uh, well, good on him, by the way, for what he did tweeting on that, but I know that would have really got to him. Because yeah. I know Drew and I know that he likes cats. <laughs> <laughs> have you met Drew? So just to let you know, like, you I know Drew? Drew and I know he's got cats and I know that he likes them and I know that he would have hated that. A powerbomb don't have Oxhall Cavaliers. It wants to bury the lack of baddie referees kicking about these days. Nick Patrick was a gem, always up to no good. Would flair your granny and safe with any questions asked? If you lot are going to watch short matches for the podcast, then stick Nick Patrick versus Earl Hebner at WWF and Beijing to the top of your list. Funny as fuck and a proper build behind it. And it, Powerbomb only a Vauxhall Cavalier wants to put his seller for getting a new job. New oh, brilliant, man. Be considered rivals to his current ones. He's going to reenact Grado's heel turn and boot his pal and work squarely in the Tadger before rubbing his fingers together in front of a shell-shocked office because of all the new money. Good on you, Good sir. on you, mate. Good on you. Congratulations. Giza Gobbledygooker wants to put our punk versus MJF. Very good wrestling match. Got the right result. MJF winning in Chicago with Dirty Heel Tactics was perfect. Pretty sure that Rav Florence predicted that MJF uh, MJF now holds upper hand to a punk in the feud. Looking forward to seeing where it goes. Um, also, special mention to Celtic coming out versus Motherwell via the stand, like a strange shield tribute act. Are they still doing that at Fur Park? They are still doing that at Fur Park because oh, their way dressing rooms are behind the other stand now. Aye. Oh my lord, that's funny. And he wants to bury Goldberg back again for another Saudi payday. It's no wonder WWE is so stale when they keep going back to the same old plan every time for the big shows. You could have put Big E, Drew, Nakamura, Owens in that slot. Everybody knows that Bill Goldberg is going to lose. Gary Glennon wants to bury NWA. It was so good, and no, it's not. Is that true, uh, Rob? Uh, I would say it is true. Mm. Um, but, you know, they lost, a lot of, they lost a lot of talent. It's no fair. When a promotion loses a lot of their top talent, it's a fucking problem. It's a struggle then, you know what I mean? Um, it's a struggle. Uh, Roshi Boy wants to put her MGF versus CM Punk for Dynamite. Brilliant match. Uh, and wants to, uh, Sean wants to bury the fact that he can't even be bothered watching WWE now in its WrestleMania season. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? Did you watch the Rumble, Grado? I watched the Royal Rumble. I watched it, like, maybe I watched it that morning. Um, and I was like, oh, come on. There was just nothing. I hope you were the same. Using, did you say that in the same vein? I know I missed it, but I mean, yeah, come right, on. Right. No, on. even a damn. <laughs> no, no, even a, a damn. fucking. No, even Kane. No. Do you know what I mean? Nate I would have is... actually killed for a bit of fucking cheesy. Like, I would have killed for the boogeyman. Do you know what I mean? I mean, and in, in my head, I heard it that uh, one of the dubs was coming out, fuck's sake, because of you. Would you call him. Would you, what was his face? He's an NWA with a belly. Trevor Murdoch. See, oh, aye, he's, aye, he's, aye. he's not a dub. He was a dub, wasn't he? Aye, he was a dub, wasn't he? Um, aye. Not even nothing. I did I did think something would happen, but... You know, because you were only here last week, so I never got your take on this. What's your take on Shane McMahon's uh, out, out the door at the WWE? Well, I don't really know the story. There was I, I'd vaguely seen people tweeting about it. He was... But was he you know basically trying to like, try to get shit in or something like that? He's not really yes. normally a producer, and people that are usually producers one were dropped for it, and he was trying to fucking. It's get a funny one. Himself. It's mm. a funny one. I don't. I mean, that. for me, one of the best comebacks was it 2014-15 with Shane McMahon randomly coming out. Here comes the money on Raw. That was brilliant. But it's been done to death now. Aye, been mega done to death. I, I didn't pop for it, and I you, you know I love stuff like that. 
But that 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 was to me that wasn't a comeback. That was I've seen it all before now. To me, no, nah, there's nothing. It's been done that many times that no Shane McMahon wrestling somebody isn't an attraction anymore, unless it's against fucking his feather, which they've done. But you know, what I mean? aye. What if it was Shane McMahon versus <sighs> Peter Grant? <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch that? Peter, what's what the Peter Grant show? <laughs> no, Shane McGrant, Shane McMahon versus Peter Grant, and at the um, end, Peter Grant on the commentary desk, and Shane comes off the top of the cage right through Peter Grant. But wait a minute, Shane McMahon is going to jump off the top of the cage onto ex Celtic player Peter Grant, and John Brown, the old Rangers player, <laughs> runs in and makes a save, saves Peter Grant. <laughs> and then John Brown pulls out one of the Hoff and Hoff Celtic Rangers tacks. <laughs> and the two of them put them on. <laughs> and then cuddle. Aye, and then they cuddle. And then they both point up at the WrestleMania sign. <laughs> and everybody's like, what does that mean? Who are they two going to be wrestling at WrestleMania? Oh, and they did a sit WrestleMania as well. So they're pointing at it and you're thinking, well, they'll be back next WrestleMania. So it's like they're talking about a year later. Aye, the year build up like seen on the rock. See. Have anybody ever tried this? I'm curious to see if anybody's ever tried this. Has anybody ever tried pointing at the WrestleMania sign <clears throat> to see if that, that would get you into WrestleMania? Like, well, what I mean is, Grado, if you were to put up a WrestleMania sign in your house and then took a photo of yourself standing and pointing at it, <laughs> would they have to put you into WrestleMania? <laughs> if you did that and tweeted it, this is the kind of thing you would have done, by the way. Ah, you're right. See fucking five years ago. Right. You're right. See, five years ago, you would have done a, you would have taken a photo of yourself pointing at a flag that says WrestleMania, and you would have tweeted it at Vince McMahon. That was oil. That shit. That's you're right. I would have done stuff like that. Ah, uh, that's when the olden days when we were young and we were rebellious. And we did, I didn't care. We didn't fucking stuff. care. We did what we wanted. I used to watch WrestleMania and t- tweet daft stuff. And there was a time. God, I that just, was the man. There was a time I would have just went down there. Like, I'd have just battled. I'd have just battled Crofty. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you're going to be at the Glasgow Rocks basketball be. event versus the Newcastle Eagles, please watch Halftime Entertainment. Grado versus Crofty. Grado has selected five basketball players, and Crofty has selected his five basketball players. Don't miss it. At when the is this? The Emirates Arena. When? This should okay. be some of the basketball daft should be covering Rab. Oh, right, of course it I'll should give be. You an fucking... exclusive man, shit. For fuck's sake, when is this? Sunday, you white blue, white blue. Is this Sunday? Aye. Oh fuck me, I can't do it this Sunday. <laughs> why would I'm serious though? Like, why would you not tell me this in advance? You're like the one guy you know that fucking likes basketball. I only found it on Tuesday. <sighs> anyway, we're ready for the running. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Why don't we get the guy on then go and get a drink? Right. <laughs> and Liam sat and record and see what happens. That's exactly what today, John. Right. Okay. Enjoy, and John, you can say things sorry about this. 
I'm yeah. going to actually look at the screen as well, see what right, happens, see the reaction. This is one for the Patreons. Here we go. Later, man. It's the part of the show where we invite you, the listeners, to do a run in. Come on, give us your thoughts and opinions on wrestling or just talk nonsense. This week, it's the one and only Mr. Davey Pallet. And we're going to leave. Pallet. Let's go. Davey Pallet. Right, um, I'm just going to go and get. Uh, just tell Davey, we just. Tell Davey you want to go and get a just get a, a drink, right? John, come on! Oh, hi, Davey! How many of you? There. Can you hear me? We can, ha- we can hear you, mate. Oh, okay, cool. Grado and uh, Rab have just went for a drink. Ah, it's Davey Pallet! How you doing, Davey? Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, I gotta, I, I've, I've had a couple of drinks. Fantastic. Well, listen, cheers to you as well. Um, as you can tell, um, this is, uh, well, Grado and Rab have just went for a drink. You can see Rab's, if you're on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft, you'll be able to see this interaction with me and Davey right now as uh, the two hosts of the show have deserted the podcast for the moment. In the background, you can see Rab's um, house there. There's a doll's house. And several board peace, games. Peace, peace! Oh, I told you, mate! don't touch that! That's Grado shouting at his wife, soon to be wife, not his, not his wife oh, um, at the moment. Because um, that's for my peace! That's for his peace. I don't know what he's, what he's shouting at Stephanie for. I think... Would you like to speculate, Davey, what he's shouting at? Um, is peace, card peace? Um, peace, no, peace. I need, no, I need no notes. There's some fucking idiot waiting to, to, to be interviewed on this. <laughs> <laughs> some guy, David Hackett, or something. <laughs> <Hackett>. yeah. <laughs> How are you, John? Okay. I'm very well, David. Thank you. Very well. Very well. Oh, here's Gradle coming back. Is that him coming back? Rab's still nowhere to be seen. Oh, there's Rab. Look, yeah, entering the pitch. He's got his drink. Here he comes. David Pallet, how you doing, brother? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. I was just away charging up my uh, cognac. I've got a wee uh, Hennessy here. Uh, I've got a, a little um, tropical oh, debate. Oh, here we go, man. What are you drinking, Gredo? I'm drinking white wine. I think it's 19 crimes. Johnny Boy, what are you drinking, my man? I am drinking a Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh, salut, 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 salut. Salut, everybody. Here's salut. Here's to 2022. Salut, salut 22. Or 2022. Right, 2022. David Pallet, first of all, first question to you. Are you pro two? No. No. Um, (laughs) Who is your... What's your story, David? Tell us about yourself. What's your story? Uh, what wrestling wise, like life wise, life wise, life wise. Uh, I'm in Swansea in South Wales. Um, live here with my wife, uh, who's in the other room, not feeling well after a booster jab. So, you know, oh. but but she's a doctor, so she can look after herself. So hey, can do Joe Rogan. What kind of doctor? What, <laughs> what kind of doctor? What kind of doctor? Uh, she's a GP, beautiful. Yeah, oh, really? She's a GP, yeah, right. The uh, jack of all trades, you know. Has she ever dealt with Jokic? Uh, I bet she has. Do you know she what probably wouldn't tell me, you know. Ah, uh, it's personal. You know what Jokic oh. is? 
Uh, I don't know, but I imagine it's something to do with your knob. It's fungus, right? It's fungus, not in your knob. Not your knob, David. It's like in your thigh area. In your thigh area. Dis- oh, okay. Discoloration occurs. Have you got that grey, though? No, but I've got a feeling it's coming back. Oh, you had it? Oh, I had it, all right. Oh, I had it, mate. Oh, really? Oh, I had it, all right. Have you got that it? That was the one. I feel it's coming back. It's great, and it's a great line. Sure, sure, that was the one where, you know, I went to show the doctor it. And he kind of knelt down to go and see it. And of course, I thought he wanted me to take my pants off. <laughs> <laughs> and I pulled down my pants and as my wallet came out of the, you know, the kind of roof of my pants, he went, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, kind of like that. And I'm going, oh, sorry. Kind of felt as if I get really <laughs> embarrassed. I was like, well, you're a doctor. I thought you were, you know. Uh, did your wallet came out of the roof of your what? pants? I like, I thought, right, well, I, the best thing to do here is to fucking just take my scans off. And as I poked in my pants and out it came, he went, no! <laughs> like that, as I get up, just silly. <laughs> and I was like, sorry. And then I realised I probably just could have lifted up my briefs to, you know, up the side of my thigh and that would have worked, no bother. Yeah, that would have worked. Yeah. I, remember, worked. I remember one time when I had to go and, right, I was, okay, I'm going to, I'll, I'll tell you the whole story, right, because we're all, we're all grown men here. Um, I ejaculated, right? <laughs> And there was blood in it. Oh, come on. Right? Shit. And I was like, shit. That's it. I'm dead. Right? <laughs> genuinely. Genuinely went, I'm dead. Right? And so I went to the I went to the, the GPs and the GP went, right, well, we'll have a wee check of your prostate. Right? Oh. And told me to lie. So he told me to lie on the bed and he says, just pull your trousers down to kind of like your thighs. And then just kind of pull your knees up to your chest, just with your backside facing me. So I had my bare arse. I had to lie on my side with my knees tucked up, my bare arse out. And then he says, and then before he started, he went, oh, hang on, just, can you just excuse me for a wee minute? And he walked out the room. And I was, <laughs> I'm no joking here. I was left lying there for about seven minutes with my fucking bare arse out, out lying on the side. And I wasn't sure whether I was to move. I didn't want to move because he kind of put me into a position. You know what I mean? All that kind of hanging. I'd never felt... So vulnerable in all my life. <laughs> the people was, coming in the room for a look, like. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I wasn't sure what was going on. And actually what did happen was the guy came back into the room, right, eventually, where another doctor who was a woman, and it was because he was a, he was like a locum doctor or he was like a student yeah. doctor or something. And so he had to have it supervised or something like that. Like a chaperone. Yeah, so, so yeah. somebody had to come in with him and stuff. But it was, I felt very, very vulnerable anyway to finish up the story since you probably want to know about my, my see, just if you have mine, I know you know, you know what I'm like, right? But see, that same doctor, this was a doctor that I bumped into a download festival. I told you about that. <laughs> what? Uh, so then the, the same guy, he probably won't mind me saying Dr. Martin because he's retired now. Doc Martin, Dr. Martin, and it was, there was, <laughs> I didn't realize that, I didn't actually realize that, Dr. Clifford Martin, anyway. Um, there was the flight down to East Midlands. That's how you go, you know, if you get to East Midlands Airport, Donington Download Festival was just at the airport. And you know, that way I saw uh, Dr. Martin and like the departure lounge. I'm going, oh, I must be going down to doing a bit doctor and <laughs> we doctor course or something. And then um, we got off the plane at East Midlands and I was like, oh, doctor, how you doing? He's like, I kidding on you, kind of, oh, how you doing? Where you going? Download. So, ma. So we jumped in, we got a taxi together. <laughs> But on oh, this time I'm thinking, oh no man, that's the guy that fucking... The guy's seen your wally. 
and we had a pint and then his son came and he introduced me to him but you know that way I was like right at some point I need to get away and go and see my own pals hanging about my doctor download anyway David enough about me how are you yeah good thanks yeah I, um, obviously I'm uh, yeah not too bad uh, stayed away from all the COVID I haven't had it yet the wife's had it but uh, I'm all good so. oh my god when did your wife get it? Did she get it early doors, or did she? No, only uh, only on New Year's, and uh, she was livid because I didn't get it, and I went all the same places that she did. So she wow. was. Uh, it's yeah. a funny old virus, son. Yeah. I, would, I would assume you're both well vaxxed and boosted and all of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was boosted yesterday, so uh, she's. Uh, we're expecting another one in July. So. Oh my man! Yeah, excellent. But is, we... is this your first little one? Yeah. I mean. Oh my God! Get in there, drink to that. I'm drinking that. Let's raise that. Mm. Tell you, man, it's fucking brutal. What do you do, man, for a living? <laughs> uh, I work for Amazon. Ah. Um, I sent in the story before about the uh, dildos hanging from the uh, hanging from the ceiling. I, I think you, I think Rob, you went there, yeah, but uh, Grado was in. Uh, oh my god! They were tapping it like uh, the, the this is Anfield sign. Um, <laughs> some guy was some guy in the middle of the night on the night shift was gluing these giant black dildos to the ceiling <laughs> and then people were coming along and giving them a slap you know he's slapping the baby i mean amazon really has everything see now how often do you use order for amazon well you, you know what the fashionable thing nowadays is to speak badly amazon right that's the kind of what's in for i fucking love amazon by the way <laughs> i'm just going to say it i know i know listen i know all the things people say and all that but i lie in my bed i go i want that book i want that computer game and yep. sometimes it amazes me. Sometimes I'm in my bed at one in the morning and it says delivery date today. Aye. This is fucking insane, man. It's mind-blowing. And have you ever done the old um, subscription stuff, buy and save? For example, when I, I, I remember when I was probably going to wait a day two doors down, I said, right, I need some deodorant, I need toothpaste. And it was the buy, save, you get it every month, of course. Fucking se- se- seven tubes of toothpaste come, seven bottles of deodorant come. That's fine, that's good, that'll do me, but... You end up forgetting it. In four months in, you've got fucking 55 tubs of deodorant, 55 tubs of fucking toothpaste. That's how they get you. And also, yeah, they've, started recently, they've started recently on Amazon as well, doing this thing where it's like, because I've done it in the past. I was I was wanting a new camera and I was looking and I was like, I'm not I'm no shelling out all this money for a camera. And then it says like, or oh, six payments of, oh, you know what I mean? And then I'm you're that like, guy. Rob, I'm that guy. This you know, chair. Look at this chair. I mean? This chair is a uh, clan. You heard of that? Yeah. And I, I used to see I used to see people getting abused because KFC were offering clan. People were literally taking out finance, which is, which is fucking horrible when you think about it. Oh, yeah, that, 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 do you know what I mean? That this is able to happen. But it came up on this fucking secret lab chair. You four payments. I was like, well, do absolutely. I mean, even 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 when it's not even when it's no something like that. There's sometimes Amazon just offers it now as well. Amazon yeah. will just this is like an advert for Amazon. It's something. Amazon will directly offer just like you know, it's just like five monthly payments or just just like five Amazon purchases. Just you know. All right, one thing I don't like it about Amazon. <clears throat> Go for it. But it's only, I mean, it's only a wee thing, and I do feel bad. But and it's only because and you know this yourself, David. Once the wee one comes, because my baby is only three months old. And the way will be sleeping, she's getting asleep, and then the Amazon guy comes and fucking bangs on the door at the polis. And adrenaline goes and you go, I'm going to open that door and I'm going to tell him, but you end up owning this. That's not Amazon though, that's a courier though. Well, you got a 
Yeah, we got a really loud buzzer. So uh, when that happens, yeah, it's going to wake uh, any human. And, so. and it's always the same part. Well, I thought I was a police. <laughs> I thought I was a police, you know. Aye. I've told you about oh, Fucking hell, I'm on one of my stories, man. I'm probably repeating them. I'm like, oh, sorry if I'm doing your nuts in, right? No, I tell you. The, the guy that came, came, came with the delivery guy, that came with, I think I've told this, if I just cut it out, John, the, the <laughs> delivery driver, and he, and he said that he had the parcel, and he says, I just need a, I, I need a wee picture. And I thought you made a selfie. <laughs> 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 well, I, I need to bother me. I need to bother me. He's like, you want a parcel? Very good. What a dick. As long as you didn't have your knob out. <laughs> no, no, no. Right. David, tell us about your wrestling taste then. What are you into? Uh, just AEW. Um, I stopped watching WWE a few years ago. Uh, there was some mania that was outside and in the light. Uh, I can't remember what, even which one it was. We, we, I physically went to 30, and I think that was the last decent one that I saw. And then, uh, yeah, went off wrestling for a couple of years, and then... Uh, when I saw AEW was starting, I just, you know, the likes of Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, I've heard of them, but I've never really seen them before. So, yeah, uh, it piqued my interest. And then, yeah, I only watch it AEW and I've been watching it since. It was a really weird period, though, I thought, when AEW started up because Kenny Omega had a really bad first year, I would say. Not a really bad first year, but a weird first year where he wasn't really booked the way he should have been booked. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that. You know, the last twelve months he's had before he's disappeared. I mean, you know that that was that was the Kenny Omega that I expected to see. Yeah, him. yeah. Because I think the problem in that first year with AEW was a lot of people were going, I don't know what the fuss is with this mm. guy. Really, you know, which which might have been, you know, it might have been partly. Maybe he just wasn't wanting to be like really pushed right up the top and didn't want to be like on the star of this or anything. It was maybe he's totally controlled his narrative, man. He's controlled his narrative exactly, mate. He's controlled his narrative. Uh, but I, I mean, AEW is great. I check in on AEW. I, 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 there's just something about there's something about the two shows as well that I really like. About you, you know, you can watch your Dynamite and then you, you watch your Rampage. You watch your Dynamite. You watch your Rampage, and they always feel like kind of they don't feel as disposable as the WWE shows. There, I don't feel. I always feel like there's stuff developing on them. Mm. David, what about WrestleMania 30? You know, that was a great opening segment. Uh, it, it to be there cool. live, mate. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, we had a, a cracking week. We did the uh, we did the entire thing, you know, like the um, what do they call it, where you go and see all the um, WrestleCon. Yeah, we did WrestleCon. Like so, yeah. Could you hacksaw Jim Duggan every two minutes? Go, oh, you know, like um, Bourbon Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Hand grenades. Hand who went? Who went David? Who went? Uh, myself and uh, five of the other boys. Uh, one of the one of them was on um, John's uh, Mark's podcast and beat him in a. In the quiz. Oh, Mick Bash. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hey, WrestleMania 30 was the one Triple H made the entrance with Sasha Banks and that, right? And uh, it was the one where uh, Brian did the double. I, I forget if he did he come out with Charlotte or with Sasha. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, Triple H did the. Yeah, it was Charlotte and Sasha. And so it was the Conan entrance, right? It was the mm. proper. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. That was brilliant, that man. It must have been amazing seeing that life. That yeah, entrance. awesome. David, what I need to ask you because of that Bourbon Street, because when I done the WrestleMania, well, the WrestleMania weekend in New Orleans a couple of years later, the magical thing about it was walking down Bourbon Street, which John Rab is essentially like a fucking Socky Hall Street, Blackpool, Vegas, amazing, everybody just bars, drinking, everybody's amazing. But the magical, 
the the magic of it as you, you're walking down and you see fucking Ricky Morton with like a, a hand grenade. Do you know what I mean? Like a big drink, a cocktail. Aye. Yeah. Walk along and then there's Honky Tonk Man and there's Josh Matthews and then there's, do you know what I mean? And they'll just do it in it's the wild. They'll just do it there in yeah. the wild. just do it and it's like, and everything, they're fine for 40s and stuff like that. Did you have any of these sort of kind of moments? Yeah, we had a, we had a drink with Kaz and Daniels. Um, Brilliant guys, man. Brilliant guys. Photos with Justin Roberts, who was out on the street. Um, Is he busking? Yo, sorry. No. Uh, McGillicuddy. Um, what was he? Um, Axel. Curtis Axel. Oh, for fuck. Oh, he was a miserable bastard, though. What just came? strips. I forgot. Him. Oh, that looks amazing. What is it? Food? Does he get food? Must be food. Um, so you saw the Undertaker streak being broken? We did, yeah. Tell us about how that was in the flesh. Did you expect it? No, Evan just thought it was a botch. Evan just thought it was a botch finish. And so, you know, know, like I think if you watch it back, like everyone's sort of just like, and then just like, it almost takes like 10 seconds for everyone to sort of realise what's actually happening. Was it mainly when when the kind of streak, when the... When they put uh, the number up comes, on the screen, was yeah, it was yeah, that yeah. that kind of confirmed it for people? Was it like, yeah. wow, that would have yeah, been amazing good. seeing that life? Yeah, it was excellent, and and yeah, just like New Orleans is, uh, yeah, as Grado said, like uh, we just went there for a week and got absolutely trashed, and yeah, it's great. And, that, and that's the only WrestleMania you've seen life. Uh, no, I went to twenty three as well in Detroit. Um, what was the main event in that one? Uh, it was, uh, I think it was Michael Cena. It was the um the the money in the bank where Jeff did the uh Swanton and it went through the ladder and the ladder. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Somebody I think yeah. Uh, it was here versus here, it was Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah Trump Donald Trump. Here, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh Lashley and Umaga, wasn't it? And the great Cali versus Kane. Mm. The one that <laughs> tore the house down, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh hey, look at that card, man. That's like that's like a different world, isn't it? When you look at that, although there's Bobby Lashley, yeah, it's not Bobby that Lashley different. defeated Umaga, <laughs> you know, and you kind of forget that about Bobby Lashley, didn't you? That he's been off oh, for fuck's sake. What's going on here? <laughs> What's happening, Grado? <laughs> What's going on here? He's, he's aged, is he? Grado, who's this? But this is uh, Malcolm. He's he made me a sign see for this week in a recording thing that I'm doing. He's made a sign for me, so he's just driving to the office. He's Malcolm. It's a double it's a double running. Double running. How you doing, Malcolm? Alright, boys. You ever watch Burniston? Burniston. Uh, it's on Netflix. Aye, 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 That's the guy. Is it? Aye. Oh, right, Media. Yeah. See when somebody asks you Malcolm, see when somebody asks you if you've seen Burniston, don't make that face. Aye. You went like that. I don't watch a lot of telly. I didn't even know who Grado was. Well, I knew who he was through a friend, but I bet you told you. I bet you told you who he was, didn't he? It's funny. It's funny though. Yeah, it's funny. So what was the sign what was the sign you made? What was the sign you made? I'm trying to get to the boat, man. It's right here. It's Rangers. If you're not into Rangers, you're not gonna like it. It's for the wall. So this is called the White House. This is he sheds the White House and it's a cell. That's a good sign, by the way. What is that made out of you, mate? MDF. And David Pallet looks a bit like Josh Groban. <laughs> I've been told that bit, before. I'm not him. Like, you know you, him you, look, you look a bit like Josh Groban. I'm a big yeah. fan of Josh Groban. I like him. He's good. Who does John McAnally look like? Uh, hmm. I don't know. 
I don't know. But I do, I do this face thing where I recognise people's faces. If I know them, I don't know. Obviously, I don't, I don't do no, that well. Cause I, I'm, just, I'm, just a, I'm just a nobody, Malcolm. Are you? What, what, are you in, no, John McAnally actually is a producer of George Bowie's radio show. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, yes, um, yes. Superb. You know, I was thinking about something the other day, and it's, did you watch the the Jack Reacher program on mm-hmm. on? It's brilliant. Right, I've I've listened to. I do the audio books, and I listen to the Joy uh, the Jack Reacher all the books, and nine times out of ten. They change so much. So I'm talking to John. It's like Harry Potter. The books are nothing like the movies, and that does man. I think it does everything. So why do you change it so much? Why do you not just keep it like the film? Are the Harry Potter films different for the books? Oh, there's so many things is different. Lord of the Rings films is the same, Malcolm. Are they? But you you, hold on then, Malcolm. As a Jack Reacher fan, do you prefer this Jack Reacher as portrayed by this muscly guy on the the tele show to Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise is a dick. Yeah, and I also put a podcast called Tom Cruise Daft, so you can't eat. I love Tom Cruise. Do you? I really like Tom Cruise. Actually, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. He's a great. I I like Tom Cruise, but no, it's Jack Reacher. He was a. It was a joke. Jack Reacher, no chance. Is Jack Reacher a tough guy? Oh God! Even even watching this film in in the what's it called? Prime Video. Prime Prime Prime. Yep, it's a. There's there's wee things. The guy the guy <laughs> in the program he's too funny. He's too he's a wee bit too sarcastic because Reacher's just no like that. And see when you've listened to every single book there is, you get to realize this guy he's he's all right if he's your mate, but see if you you will get a kill you cross him like that. Like he Grado, just, he's like Grado. Aye, he just snapped so your neck. Games while you're he just snapped your neck. <laughs> but oh, right. no. like, why would you describe Jack Reacher in like if you have five words to describe Jack Reacher? Oh. And the books, no, and the tele show. The the well, he's a maniac. He's a cold blooded killer. But, but in a nice way. <laughs> he's good. He's good. He's a, he's a, what is he? Is he, a, is, he a, is he like a spy? He's, like he's, a, an, he's an, an ex army MP. He's right. an, a military police. So he's David, David do you know about Jack Reacher? Uh, I think I've seen the Tom Cruise Dick one. Uh, but I've not seen the uh, TV show one yet. But uh, I've heard good things about it. So yeah, uh, yeah. I'll have you just this the Tom Cruise dick one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. That was good. The no, body, the body in the Tom Cruise one was played by Werner Herzog. Oh, was it? Okay. Oh. Do, do we know him, boys? Do we know oh, him? Come on, he's one of the greatest film directors of all time. Right. Uh, and he was also in The Mandalorian. Uh, what other books do you read, Malcolm? Uh, loads of sci-fi ones. Like, what would you like? There's, uh, there's, there's a series that this the Fear Saga. Now that was the probably the three best books that you'd ever. And how they've not been made into a movie, I don't. Maybe because the Fear the Saga. Who writes them? What are they called? It's uh, what are they called? Where's my phone? <coughs> I've left my phone in the van. I've got a it's, computer right here, mate. Hold on. Fear Saga. It's, it's the Fear the Sky, Fear the Future, Fear the Armada. That's the three books. Fear the Sky, Fear the, Fear the Sky. By Stephen Moss. Stephen Moss. Now, see if there was going to be an alien va- an invasion, this is how it would happen. <laughs> I'm not kidding. They, they sneak in, there's an asteroid approaches Earth and it breaks up and it goes into the sea and it's got these agents that are... Hey, spoilers, mate. Spoilers. Oh, right. I'm not going to tell you too much. You would... Be, you would uh, so, listen, see David, see David, by the way, David mm-hmm. works for Amazon, right? right? 
So obviously Amazon are making the Jack Reacher program. So David right. might have some kind of contacts. You think he should send a letter up the line to say to them, get the fear saga made? Oh my God. I mean, it was sitting on the edge of my chair listening to it at points where you're just like, holy shit, the technology and it's great. See when, see, when you start... listen to your audio books, mate, see when you listen mm-hmm. to them, what are you doing? Are you... I'm working. I'm a joint. I, I fit kitchens for Kitchens Bajayas Geddes in Kilmarnock. Right, so while, while you're doing that, you'll, you'll listen I've to I've got them on all day, every day. Every day, aye. Uh, where the fuck is Grado? He's sitting right there. Tell <laughs> him, tell him to get back on his great. podcast. Tell him to get back right. on his show. Right, well, it was lovely boys. to talk to you, mate. And cheers. Cheers, bye. Right. See you later. David, you've experienced the organic nature of uh, Yeah, I, I mean, it comes to expect it, you know. <laughs> this is the best sport I've this should be, why is this not on the telly? This should be on the telly. <laughs> Malcolm is welcome back any time. He has such fantastic insight into everything. Joining stuff with his eyes shut. So, David, you've got the baby coming. Do you know if it's a boy or a girl yet? Uh, it's a boy. Okay, have you got a name yet? Uh, the wife does like one name in particular, yeah, but I'm not sure. You know, it might change. Did you have a gender reveal party or anything? Nah, just uh, she's really impatient, so she sent off for one of those uh, blood tests that you can do really early, and they, they'll oh, tell wow. you. I didn't know you could get it like earlier like that that's cool um, he's just, and he's very he's very excited yeah 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 super excited but uh yeah it's coming in in the summer so mate will you come will you come back on the show in like september or something after you've had a couple of months with the baby and let us know how it's going and stuff it's always nice having a new father on the show we love yeah yeah stuff. yeah obviously a bit more gray i imagine on top maybe even less oh, it'll, be br- it'll be brilliant mate it'll be the best it'll be the best uh, Grado, thanks for that that was it was lovely speaking to malcolm he's a lovely guy yeah. <laughs> that was brilliant wasn't it that's flat he's like can i try your chair i try your secret lab chair i go i sit down i go speak to the boys Get did, you your, did you tell him you're paying up what? Did you tell oh, him I've done the man. I've done the max. I stole money for that. What you say? Hey, David, we'll let you go. We're sorry, this was so long. Make sure, to, make sure to come back on, though. Right? Just keep yeah, we'll shout and come back on after the babies came along, so that we can hear all about it. Right? Cheers, Cheers David. Thanks very much, pal. Best Thanks very much, guys. Cheers, bud. Well, I mean, Malcolm, I've met twice. Who's who done a table for me? And then he's done this wee thing here. What a guy. Just no bother. That's correct. No, I was like, I'm doing a podcast. Good. Then I was like, I got, he's like, that's fine. Secret, uh, secret lab. She went, why don't you go back in? Good door in. What a he's guy. As well. he was he's like... sitting there, man. I, goes, I, I, I just said to him, he goes, you need to do a DIY podcast. Or was, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he, he's amazing at DIY. He can do, see, anything you want. He can make it into MDF, blah, 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 whatever. He's amazing. But also, <clears throat> he'll see something, right? Here's something. See, sometimes these moments happen on wrestling daft, right? We're fucking good at this. I mean, I just the same. I was like, that's that's dynamite for me. I was taking videos and all that. <laughs> We're good at this. You know what I mean? We're good at this. You're talking about Harry Potter books. I'm going good on yourself. On yourself. <laughs> anyway. anyway, if you want to be on the run, and best bet is to sign up to our Patreon as a world heavyweight champs get first dibs. Intercontinental champs get second, cruiserweight champions get third. Get on patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft to get involved. Or just do some DIY for Grado. This week, the Wrestling Daft podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's an online therapy. This month, we're going to be discussing some of the stigmas that are still kicking about with mental health. Mental health 
I mean, come on, the last couple of years with the pandemic and everything that's happening in the world, it's no good. And I can only imagine everybody's mental health is taking a wee bit of a turn for the worst, and some folk more than others. And a lot of people think that therapy might not be for them, it's for like, so-called crazy folk, but it doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that it ends wrong with you, it just means that you need to recognise that all humans have got emotions and we need to learn to control them, not to avoid them. And for years and years and years we've been taught mental health, it shouldn't be a part of normal life and it's it's no right talking about mental health, but that's wrong. Some folk take care of their bodies in the gym, some folk go to the doctors, some folk care about nutrition, that's why we should be focusing on our minds just as much. Um, I've always thought that therapy, especially online therapy, would be not too bad because here's the deal, you don't need to leave the house, you don't need to get in your motor, you don't need to worry about it, you just go on and you sit on your chair and talk away and blether to a stranger. You don't even need to put your camera on when you're on Zoom, you can do it on the phone, you can shut everything off and you can talk to somebody because we all know how much Life feels a wee bit better if you get it off your chest and you talk to somebody and it's customised for you. So as I said, you can date in the video, you can date in the phone, you can even do a wee live chat on the keyboard sessions with your therapist. You don't need to see anybody on camera if you don't want to. And it's a lot more affordable than in-person therapy. I always used to think, I hear Howard Stern talking about how he goes to see a therapist four times a week. Four times a week. That's a guy that you think has got everything in the world. Probably the most well-paid guy in America and he's gone to therapy, but he's got the money for it. But this is not like that. It's it's not as, as expensive as with the big therapists. I know that that's saying that they're not as good. It just means that it's more affordable and you can be matched with a therapist in a lot quicker time. There's a lot of waiting lists for therapists. This is within 48 hours, so get a try. Two million folk have been using BetterHelp Online Therapy, so it must be, it must be working wonders for a lot of people and we hope it does. The podcast is, as I say, sponsored by BetterHelp and the rest of the daft listeners this week are going to get 10% after first month at betterhelp.com slash wrestling daft. 10%, that's what it is. B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash wrestling daft. You just made the list! Well, love is in the air and while you make a list of what to get your partner for Valentine's, we at Wrestling Daft are making a list of the best on-screen couples. It was a draw in the vote for our patrons as we put dream matches up against it, but we have to go with this to celebrate the holiday of love. So who are the best on-screen couples ever in, in the game of the old wrestling? Um, my number three is going to be... Grado and Scarlet. No, but I'm. Um, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. We were never an on-screen couple. Me and Chelsea Green were an on-screen couple. Catriana. We were an on-screen couple. I can't believe there haven't been that many great on-screen couples. I don't think in wrestling. Uh, I think. Oh, there have been. Right, my number three is going to be Cross and Scarlet. No, I'm saying this purely based on potential, right? I think they look amazing. They see, see how they looked in NXT, and that. I, I just don't, I don't understand what happened. I thought they were great. My number two is going to be Macho Man and Elizabeth. That's not number one. No. Wow. Got to blow your fucking mind here. The number one, and I bet anybody else has picked this, is Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Oh, that's a good shout. Because for all people complain about them or whatever, see that first run with Triple 
Triple H and Stephanie McMahon when they were fucking heels. It was magic, man. They were so, they were such heels. You know what I mean? It was so annoying. They looked great. Triple H looked great. Stephanie looked great. The woman fancied Triple H. The men fancied Stephanie. It was a nightmare. It was a nightmare that came true. The fact that they were... Wait, anyway, that's my pick. Right, so, um, Kev, says, have you got any input there on that, by the way? I would say, for me, without a doubt, Triple H and Stephanie are the number one, without a doubt. No, because my it, Elizabeth. Oh, well, that's me you either no. for me, but with, with Triple H and Stephanie, it was... You believed in it. It was real. It was true. Aye. And they were running amok, and it was just... That's that, that, when I think of wrestling couples. That's exactly th- who I think about. And let me let me settle this. Let I did like Spike this. and Molly Holly. That was quite cute. Name one other. Re- wait a minute, Grado. I think I've got John here. Name one other wrestling couple, right? Who had a good match at WrestleMania? And that was a great match. Well, that was Ronda. Ronda. And Come Trump. on, fuck you, John. <clears throat> Come on. How many mixed match? That was a great <laughs> match they had, and and they and. Everybody in that match made a good show of themselves. Mm. So, Triple H and Stephanie, without a doubt. <clears throat> Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Uh, let's see what the punters are saying. Kev thinks uh, The Miz uh, and Maurice are brilliant. I used to love watching King Booker T and Queen Charmel together as well. Oh, that's a good shout. I don't know like the King Booker stuff. John has written down this list of feedback, <clears throat> right? And somebody... <laughs> Somebody has got in touch saying May Young and Mark Henry. And according to John, the person who got in touch saying May Young and Mark Henry was May Young. <laughs> was it May Young that got in touch? It was not. Um, I will fi- go on to the next one and I'll be able to tell you who got in touch with that one. I think our producer's steaming. He's been sitting there. His missus has been bringing him wines. He's sitting there half cut, half asleep. Um, me that May Young's yeah. been tweeting us. <laughs> May Young's dead. Scott says Hurricane and Mighty Molly. Andy says Molly, Holly, and Spike. Two two votes for Molly with different uh, partners. There, Steve says best on-screen couple was Christine and Trish Stratus when they both turned heel in the mid two thousands. That's funny because see how I'm telling you this guy for WWE's coming on next week. The guy that was uh, Vince's UK guy. I was speaking to my agent. I was saying, so did you? Were you ever at any of the shows? She went, oh yeah. She says I became very good friends with Trish Strata. <laughs> oh, wow. Anyway, Mac Dow says uh, Sable and Mark Merrow is the first thing that pops to mind. Her being a fuck's sake, her being a cop tease, he says, and him going off his nut was class. Beppe Signore says Jeff Jarrett and Deborah, great double act, and I'm not just talking. What fucking year have we came here? And no, <laughs> it says here a great double act, and I'm not just talking about Deborah's Norks. Like it's who fucking... the fuck ever says Norks? What year is this, man? This stuff doesn't fly in 2022. Come on, lads. boys. The UW pod says Billy and Chuck. Bad luck, Sandy says 95. Bad luck, Sandy 95 says Edge and Lita together were just gold. I can't be bothered with that. That late 0506 run at the top was unmatched, in my opinion. I don't... It's no... Listen, boys. No. no I, think Lita, I think Lita's rotten. Oh, here we go. You said this last week as well. I think Lita's rotten, man. Amy Dumais? I think she's rotten. And they harm her. It's a good act to know that, but she gets in the ring and it all fucking falls apart, man. She's rotten. Harbinger says, Crash Holly and his scales. And Brian says, Robin Grado, only available in the video version of the podcast. There we go. That's true. Well said, Brian. 
you get his own Patreon. Right, who, who was it that said Mae Young and Mark Henry? That was James. Sorry, James, for calling you Mae Young. Now, remember, get on our Patreon. We, we really need you to get on our Patreon because, I'll be honest here, we're not making a lot of money on this show. I mean, wrestling's, <laughs> a, wrestling's a fucking business, by the way, right? You know what I'm saying? All I'm saying, I, I'm no, I'm, I'm no, it's a suggestion, it's not a warning, it might sound like a warning, but it's, it's getting, times are getting tight, uh, and so go to patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft to sort that out, and you know, maybe we'll start making a bit more effort as well, uh, and <laughs> so to please do that, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft, show a bit of love, keep the show going. Uh, so guys, let's wrap this up. It's been a long one. We've had an amazing run in. It's been great to have Grado back. It's been great to have that free flow. Great to hear Grado's old stories again. You know the stories he likes to tell three, four times. It's just great to have that. I know. And I apologise. And I, I, I'm going to wake up because I know I'm doing all that point. I'm sorry if I've done this before. Right, but I need to tell you. I need to tell you. But I did like that. It's very therapeutic. Talking about my doctor and stuff like that. I alright. Some of them might not fly, but it's it's speaking. I'm speaking. I'm talking. It's good to talk. I think the willy coming out the roof is definitely flown today. The roof in my pants. The roof uh, in my pants. There's a couple of stories I've told today. What are you up to? For... Sorry, Gredo. No, you can go. What are you up to for the le- rest of the week? <laughs> <laughs> well, she's up to. Um, what have we got? We've got one more day. Gredo, the broadband full fibre is coming to the house tomorrow. Oh. All broadband woes are out the door. I've had to fucking get everything set up for it. I can't wait. Full fibre. If any's got this full fibre. I don't no. know. Full fibre? Uh, it's like uh, a maybe seal. Hope fuck, maybe hope the patient gives up a wee bit and you can get it yourselves. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying that as a joke because it's virtually £2 cheaper. So do inquire about it. I was paying £55 a month for optical fibre. And... I uh, looked to see if I could get full fibre and it's actually £2 cheaper doesn't make sense at all but look to see if you can get it in the street full fibre apparently and how's your broadband these days? <laughs> mine it's okay yeah it's fine my broadband's good as well uh, and I think it's there's a lot of troubles and a lot of things going on in the world the, the issues in government uh, the pandemic the, the troubles in Ukraine um, a lot of concerns but when you get good broadband, I just kind of feel like Evans on you can download the Matrix. You know, <laughs> and rotten. Been, it's rotten, but you can download it. Reddit. I've been on Reddit and looking up crime scenes. You can go on rotten.com and look at the autopsy photos of Tupac Shakur. Mm-hmm. Can you really do that? No, well, you Shut could. You could John. twenty years ago. You could twenty years ago. Ah, you can get Michael Jackson. Did you see Tupac Shakur's autopsy photos? For fuck's sake, where have you been, mate? This is like that. See that joke I made there? That was like an, a, a joke from the old internet, and you're like, you can do that. Uh, you can. Pam Anderson's got a sex video with me, eh? Have you watched yeah. the Tommy Lee and Pam Anderson? I watched weekend? the first two episodes, and I'm very much enjoying it. It's right. some of the stuff is mind blowing that they're able to date on the telly. Do you watch it with? What do you mean? There's a scene where Seth Rogen is wanking, but it's no. Right. Under the covers, he's wanking. Clearly a fake penis, but he's wanking. And you're sitting there going, what the fuck? Is this allowed on the telly? Disney, of all apps? Of all apps? The first ever time I've seen a man masturbate with a willy is on Disney. That's the first time you've ever seen a guy masturbate with a willy. (laughs) 
Do you usually keep your eyes shut? Do you keep your eyes shut normally? <laughs> we should watch the Hulk Hogan sex tape. <laughs> is the watch along? Yeah, watch along. There's a bit. Oh, I can remember that. is that bit where he goes like, that. "Oh, I've had too much to eat," and he's talking about, oh, I've, eaten, "I've eaten too much." In. I always think about that. I've never seen thinking. the Hulk Hogan sex tape. We know Bubba the Love Sponge. Yeah, she's look when you when you, it's all said and done, and you look at his history. He is an arsehole, This guy, fucking horrible, horrible guy. It's horrible. He, awesome call years ago. But when shit hit the fan with stuff, he definitely leaked that video behind Hulk's oh, back. 100%. And he wouldn't admit that he was a guy that leaked it, but who else could have got it? It was on Howard Stern and stuff like that. We were good to watch that back. You're good to watch. Have you still got a copy, Fredo? I've not got a copy, but I can get it. But you're right, that bit with the. Um, I've just ate. It's, it's in similar vein as like. Jake and Beyond the Matter, it's chakra or some shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <it's laughs> but it's, it's obviously, and I keep thinking shit. about what was he meaning by that? Was he meaning like he's just a, he can't do the shagging really because he feels a bit too, like, you know what I mean? Like bloated or something. Like well, can't. you think about it, if you really want to do it, it doesn't matter if your belly's full. So it makes me think he didn't want to do it. Aye, aye, there's something. When you think about it. There's something weird about it. Like, I, I've never at any point went. Oh, I shouldn't have had that big dinner during during the act. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I think I have. I think there's something up. There's something up if during the act you kind of go, oh, I shouldn't have had that kebab or whatever. Unless he's like holding in a fart. Ah. I, was, I thought to myself, could it be like, I don't want to fart in front of us, Lassie. So the whole way through a day, and all he's thinking about is keeping his, his, his ass muscles tight as fuck, man. So a mm. fart doesn't come out because it's going to break the mood. You know what I mean? And he's got a right sir belly. You know what I mean? But you're trying to enjoy it. I know, and he's probably when that video You got a really sore tummy. And it's funny thing, when that leaked, he was probably like, you bastard, naughty man, my fucking belly was nagging that night, day. I should have just pulled out. Like, I should have just went, nah, I can't do this. Tapping out. I hope he did pull out, mate. Oh, 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 hey, I hope he did pull out. He got Paisley. He got for Paisley. Up the road, that's your sir. Subscribe, rate, review. We'll see you next week. Up the road, Gredo. Audio Frontier. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.